What a turnaround by the South Alabama Jaguars. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. And today we have Mark Helvey, the head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars, who have finally climbed towards the 500 mark. They've actually won five of the five straight Sunbelt series weekends. Compare that to where I am now, the Cajuns. Uh, they have lost four out of five, and they both find themselves tied for sixth, as it turns out. Uh, with five other teams trying to scratch and claw their way into the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Only the top 10 teams uh, will be able to get into uh, the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Montgomery. We talk about expectations. We talk about uh, the rotation, the weekend rotation. And we talk about something a little bit different. You know, it seems easy, but it not necessarily is. How to DH. And apparently... Mark Alvey has found a good one in Trey Lewis. Let's do it. Let's talk a little South Alabama Jaguars baseball with head coach Mark Alvey. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Thrilled and honored to have Mark Alvey on, the head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars baseball team. I leave. They can't lose. I think they've won four out of the last five Sunbelt uh, series, maybe five in a row even. Uh, you guys are on fire. Uh, so congratulations for that. But let's back it up because... Uh, what did you expect out of this team? Let's go back to the beginning of the season. It's February at a big turnover. What did you expect from this team? That's a great question, Dave. Um, kind of this, I really did. You know, um, I, I knew we had some good players, but we had a bunch of new guys without experience. And at this level, um, experience is a factor. A guy that's been around the block with you a couple times is a huge factor. And we're 70% new. Uh, on the team. So I knew that would rear its head in different ways uh, in some untimely errors in some plays where you scratched your head uh, in some, just some poor play. Um, I, I knew it would rear its head. Um, but we've also, uh, when, when you're new like that, I, I felt like we had some talent. Um, when you're new like that, you got to stay healthy and you got to try to gel because no team stays the same and new teams that um, new teams that start to fit together, get better as the year goes on. As long as you have some, as long as you don't have health issues or you have guys coming back, which we have some guys coming back. We'll talk about that. I know in the last month, um, the last two, two weeks, we've gotten much stronger. Uh, that's three weeks, much stronger on the mound, which is huge. Um, but I, I honestly, well, it's so funny. My wife asked me every year, how do you feel? And I said, you know, this year, last year, I could have told you, I felt great. I had everyone back from a team that was one single away from winning, you know, going to a super regional, um, you know, and we had all, we had those, all those injuries, but I could tell you they were predictable. This team, my, my wife asked me, how do you feel? And I said, I really don't know. I said, I, I really, this team is so new and I know how new goes. We have some talent, but there's just so many new guys. Um, it's, it's kind, I don't know. It's kind of right where I thought we were going to be getting better as the year goes along. Um, but the, the kids are phenomenal. You know, I think I, I like the kids more than I think I would for just the two or three games above 500. You know, usually you're a little bit sour when you're, you know, you don't, 
ah, I don't like the team. I don't know. Or this guy, they don't like each other. These kids are phenomenal. Like they are absolutely a fantastic group. Um, we've got some guys that are funny. They like each other. Um, you know, they've had, you know, they've endured a couple punches in the mouth and, um, we've had some bad games. We've had some good games. These kids keep showing up and, um, and then that's the key to getting through big time college athletics, especially baseball. You got to keep showing up. You got it. When you get knocked down, you got to get off the mat and then you got to land some blows too, you know? And, and I think that's what this team has done so far. All right. So let's compare this to, to basketball because in baseball, it's got to be much harder, right? In basketball, you can come in, you can come out, you play more than once a week, you know, in baseball a pitcher may only pitch once a week. A batter, although he may get some at-bats in a week, it's only maybe three or four times in a ball game. You know, you look at what Richie Riley did with the basketball team. I think it took him like three months to adjust to his team. And then when he – when he and they figured it out, they went on the run all the way to the Sunbelt Championship game. How did how do you go about doing that? Because if someone has a bad game or two, you can't give up on them. They can't give up on themselves. And yet you guys have to find the, guy, the right people for those spots. How long has it taken baseball? Boy, basketball is so – Baseball is so much about confidence, isn't it? Um, yeah. And yeah I, I wish you could sub in and out and sub some guys. And, you know, it, it, it's just so much about their belief. And they believe in themselves. Does the coach believe in me? And you got to stay with certain guys. But to me, like, once a guy – once I've inserted him in there and I have a feeling, I'm, I'm going to let him run a little bit. He's got to really screw up to not for me to pull him out. Um, or, or just change whoever he is, you know, the, for, for one of the reasons that I put him in there. Um, baseball – Usually, I like to say, um, if guys are healthy, I, I like to know within the first 15 or 20, first 15 games, um, you know, I'm going to give some chances. And then I'm kind of going to be settled on my 10 guys. You know, you're nine and then, or maybe you're right versus left or maybe a pinch hitter. So you have uh, your 11 guys that you settle in on and there's some roles. This team here... Um, there were five different jobs that were open, Dave. So uh, honestly, you said we, that, yeah. You, we you mentioned settle. that early on the season. That's right. Yeah, th that was my concern: not being able to settle in on right field, DH, first base, uh, third base, shortstop, catcher. Not being able to settle in because they're all new, and I wanted to be fair. And in being fair, you're giving chances. You're you're being fair to one guy. There's two guys for each position. And when you give chances, you're being fair to one guy. That that's how it goes. But I was being fair all the same. And, and no one would take the job. No one mm. would take right field. No one would take DH. Nobody would take first base. Nobody would take third base. So I keep giving these opportunities, and I'm like, damn it. Somebody, somebody take one job. Make it easier. You know, let's make it easier. Would somebody please, I don't care what position it is, somebody take it. Um, and then Trey Lewis started to settle in at DH, and then some right and left stuff started to happen out in, in right field. Thrasher started playing better, new guy. Um, you know, uh, Colson Lawrence started playing better, new guy. Um, you, you know, we started to get uh, a couple first basemen, <clears throat> excuse me, healthy. And then some things started to shake out. Trey, Trey Lewis was playing some first base, and Micah Morgan was starting to, you know, get the hang of this Division One thing, playing first base. And uh, Tyler Borges emerged a couple weeks ago as our third baseman, where, you know, Mitch here was pitching and trying to play third, and Hunter Donaldson. And um, we just – you know, I was trying to be fair, yet give some chances, and, and no, nobody would grab a job. So I think it was – actually, it was at Nichols where – and I saw this. We 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 lost to Lafayette at home two out of three, but we out-hit them on game one and game three. Game two, we got pounded. It happens. And I actually 
I started to see the offense show some life that weekend against some good pitching. So I said, you know what, this, this sucks right now. Like, no, th- this doesn't feel good at all, but we out hit them in two of the three games. Like if we can shore up some areas, you know what I mean? If some of you guys will, I'm giving you the chances. If someone will step up and grab a position per week or whatever, uh, no team stays the same. We have the chance to get better while some other teams, we might see some teams on the way down as we're on our way up as long as we stay healthy. Um, and, and some things, five weeks ago just started to kind of happen. And then Nichols, we were down early, came back. And that's when we got Leif Moore back, who was, who was uh, on the injured list. Leif Moore came back. Um, he helped us, you know, and then went to JMU and won two out of three. And that's when we've won two out of three every weekend. And then Trey Lewis started to hit. Um, Borges was still on the bench, but Mitch here started, we started to stretch him out a little bit on the mound and started to, kind of limit his throws at third base, limit his playing time at third and extend his pitches, which is what we needed because we had a couple injuries on the mound. We had three or four guys, three or four guys injured on the mound. Um, and so recently in the last three weeks, we've gotten a healthy Jeremy Lee back, even though he hadn't missed time. He, he trust me that there was, there were some things that weren't right with him coming off the Tommy John Leif Moore had missed the first six weeks of the season. Caden Homniak really had missed the first, six weeks, seven weeks of the season coming off uh, three surgeries. Um, and Zach Willingham, one of our better relievers was coming back off of getting hit in the face with a line drive mm. uh, at Georgia Southern week one, where we got, you know, we lost two out of three there. So we've gotten some guys back, some good guys back, not pitchers 11 through 15. We've got pitchers, you know, some important guys coming back and some contributors. So Leif Moore's throwing on Friday. Now it's just kind of the way it, just kind of the way it, it, it figured itself out and, Caden Homniak came in and, and really won us the game the other day to help us beat Troy, uh, you know, on the Sunday rubber match. So, um, yeah, so we figured some things out on the mound as long as they perform. And then I think just some guys have used the same lineup now or a version of the same lineup now for 20 games, for the last 20 oh. games. So I think that that lends itself to, you know, that lends itself to settling down a little bit. I'm just like, man, let if you guys will let me settle this down, I, I don't want to. I don't want to run. I don't want a revolving door at five different spots. Like you guys need to understand that. Like, uh, yes, I I've got the power of the pen, but you're the one that influenced me to put your name down. You know, I don't just randomly right. pick names out of a hat. Like show me, show me you're the guy that can help us at DH. Show me you're the guy that needs to play right field all the time. Or, you, you know, it's things like that. And there's some guys that have stepped up. And um, so th- there's, you know, like I said, you can just see that there's been some gelling together as a team and then gelling into their roles. All right, let's take a time out. We'll come back with more with South Alabama head coach Mark Calvi. We'll talk about trying to make that adjustment to becoming a designated hitter, how difficult that may be for some. But first, let's talk a little bit about FanDuel. I mean, I I know it's college sports here. uh, And I'm in a college town. They're not even big on the Pelicans around here, although I am, if, you know, Zion can ever get healthy. But I am really looking forward to this NBA series the, uh, the Golden State Warriors, and the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not sure it's going to get much better than that. And I'm going to take advantage of it, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs, because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better bet. I'm sorry. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
All right, Dave Schultz back on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's talk to Mark Kelby about sometimes it goes unnoticed, but apparently the Jaguars have found a solid designated hitter, Trey Lewis, and how difficult that may be for some. We're talking to Mark Kelby, head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Let's talk about a position in the lineup that doesn't get a lot of discussion. Uh, you mentioned Trey Lewis at DH. Uh, no one grows up to be a DH, right? Those things come when you're, you're you know, you're a little bit older. Uh, how difficult is it to find somebody who can deal with that? We hear it all the time professionally. You know, he hits much better when he's in the field and he stays focused. And yet, you know, you don't get a shot if you're if you're DHing to play the field and you just got to sit there through, you know, I don't know, 95% of the ball game. How, how difficult is it? And how do you how do you try to help somebody become more comfortable and stay focused as a designated hitter? It's tough. It's really tough. Um, you know, Trey, Trey played second base every, every day at East Mississippi, East central Mississippi junior college and hit four, you know, four twelve last year. So he was a hitter. Um, he, we tried to get him over there at first base, have a really good first baseman and, and, and Micah Morgan. Um, I, I honestly, Dave, I don't know how guys, um, hit and, and not play the field. I, I think it's something that, I think you can learn it, but I think kids kind of have a knack, you know, for doing that. Um, you've seen guys that uh, when they play or play first base and, and they hit 380, and you're like, well, this guy could be a DH, and they hit up, then they end up hitting 180. You know, you huh. hear that old, that old adage, like, I can't, I need to play. And um, so I, I think you find, I don't know if you make a DH, I think you find a DH. I just think you get lucky in a kid that can do it. Now, I think you, you might could keep somebody focused in that, um, you know, they might be out there involved playing catch with the left fielder in between innings or keeping a chart or something. Mm. I, I think a guy can do something to keep them focused, but I think you find a DH. I don't know if you make one. And, otherwise, and I, think just, we, I think we found one. Otherwise, as you're stewing and thinking about their bat until they come up again, whereas if you're playing shortstop, you, you, you know, hopefully you find a guy who's not thinking about their bat. We're talking to Mark Calvi, South Alabama Jaguars, uh, baseball head coach on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, talk about the rotation. Talk about the weekend uh, rotation because, I mean, just in this discussion you've mentioned, it's it's uh, you know it, it's been in flux most of the season. It has been. Um, weekend rotation right now, just kind of the way it – kind of the way things fell into place. Um, you know, Jeremy Lee and, and – or Mitch here and Jeremy Lee were so good the last three Saturdays and Sundays that I'm like, I don't need to move them up. You know, Jeremy's been through a lot. I don't think anyone in the league is going to have a better Sunday guy than Jeremy Lee. I mean, he's a Friday guy when he's on No, He's a draft pick this year. Um, and, and so we skipped Leif Moore had been throwing well the last two weeks again in the middle of the week against some good teams, Alabama state. Um, again, he did not get into the fold until about a month ago. He was on the injured list. Um, so we didn't have him at all. So he went from, uh, Tuesday to, he, he missed a start last week because we started Caden Homnick and Leif just slid into Friday night. You know, he just slid into Friday night because I, I bumped him a start and I wanted to keep Mitch, Mitch, her and Jeremy Lee kind of in their spots. So we weren't winning on Friday, um, which is kind of amazing. The last, until this weekend, you know, the last four weeks we'd lost every Friday and one Saturday and Sunday. So mm. I was kind of like far be it for me to mess with that. Let's keep Saturday and Sunday the same. Maybe we can sweep a series if we figure out Friday and 
we were starting Sam Knowlton. Maybe we can get him back into the pen where he's comfortable. Um, and okay, let's give Leif a shot. That that's what it was. The kid's been great. He's a competitor. He's healthy now. Um, you know, it's not ninety to ninety four. It's not, but it's it's pitchability with a good change up. And I'm like, let's run him out there. So we this way we just move one guy instead of moving three. You know, so that that's what we did. And uh, he went out and beat a very good Troy team. Uh, you know, first game of the series this uh, th- this this past weekend. All right, let's take one more time out. We'll wrap it up with Mark Calvi. He'll talk about the weekend rotation, uh, and they do not have an easy road as well. Uh, the Cajuns have just wrapped up playing Coastal Carolina, and then we'll wrap up the season playing Southern Miss. South Alabama gets Southern Miss this weekend, and then Coastal goes to Mobile. So it is not going to be an easy couple of weekends for the South Alabama Jaguars. But again, thank you so much for staying with us and uh, continuing to subscribe. We continue to grow uh, I do have to continue to reach out to some of the people I'm still trying to get in contact with for uh, interviews and good episodes as, you know, at football is whole winding down with spring football. Everyone's going to take off a little bit, maybe a vacation in there. They so richly deserve. But again, softball is coming up. The uh, uh, Sunbelt Commerce Tournament is coming up here in Lafayette. So we've already got Jerry Glasgow set to come on for next week, the head coach of the Raging Cajuns. You know, they've only won 80 straight Sunbelt Series. This is going on for over a decade. And I don't think it, I don't think it gets enough uh, notice nationally. It's, I don't even think it gets enough notice uh, locally either, but we'll, we'll talk to Jerry Glasgow uh, about that. All right, let's, uh, and continue to subscribe and tell your friends and share the videos. And um, of course you can find uh, on audio, uh, Locked on Sunbelt, wherever you get your audio podcasts and just search Locked on Sunbelt uh, in YouTube to subscribe to the uh, channel. Uh, All right, let's wrap things up with Mark Calvi. talks about his weekend rotation and then trying to take on Coastal Carolina and Southern Miss. Talking to Mark Calvi, South Alabama Jaguars head baseball coach. All right, uh, the uh, competition level, well, you beat beat Troy, so that's pretty good. But now you get Southern Miss and Coastal Carolina. And and Mark, uh, Coastal Carolina's offense is basically like the Golden State Warriors. They have 46 home runs in 21 Sunbelt games. Uh, Coming into the series with the Cajuns, they were first in the in the league in batting at like 331 Sunbelt games only. Uh, and like Georgia State, I think, was second at like 303. Uh, how, how do you go into a series knowing, you know, A, we have to score some runs, and B, they're going to score some runs and not get down if they put up, a, you know, a couple of runs? Because, I mean, again, home runs, batting average, and stolen bases. Mark, it's not fair. They're really good. Yeah. It's like playing the Harlem Globetrotters, you yeah. know, the, the baseball version of the Harlem Globetrotters. Like they can make shots from the other court. They can kick balls in. They can, they can dribble past you. They can dunk over you it, and they can make trick shots. It's just, you know, the, what, what you, we have them here. They're a very, very good club. Um, and, and baseball is different. They've been very, very good all year and they are very, very good. They have some good arms and they, obviously their numbers speak for themselves. Um, <clears throat> anything can happen in baseball, you know, football, pretty much the bigger, faster, stronger team. Like you're right. going to, you're going to win that game. Um, basketball, uh, a little bit more, a little more size, a little, as long as, you know, someone can shoot that night, you know, you're pretty much going to dominate the team that you're better than physically baseball, baseball can, baseball is different. As you know, there's a lot of factors in baseball. It can take a, you know, if a team's off one game or one weekend or, not seeing it well, a couple pitchers off, um, you know, make a couple, make a couple ill-timed mistakes. And, uh, but to beat 
a team like Coastal Carolina, um, I, I, I will tell we don't have to play perfect. We just have to play a great version of our brand of baseball. We can't walk, guys. We've had too many walks in conference. Um, you can't give them free bases. You can't walk them. You can't give errors. Um, you got to do the best you can to get their leadoff out every inning because that's when their big innings happen, when you walk their leadoff guy. If they get a leadoff single, okay, they've at least used one of their hits for that inning. If you walk a guy or hit a guy to put them on, they hire to score a rate. They, they score at a higher rate than a guy that you walk to get on first base. So you've got to make those guys earn their way on first base. Yes, they're going to get their hits. Yes, they're going to hit some home runs. Um, it's what we it's what you do before the hits and home runs, and it's what you do after the hits and home runs. You know, is there an error in a walk in there before the home run? Um, is there an error in a walk after a hit, and then the guy hits the home run? Or can we keep it clean, solo home run, out, out? You know what I mean? Something like so. We, we, we've just got to play a clean brand of baseball because they can bury you quick. You know, it's it's not it's not death by paper cuts. It's it's like you know, boom, 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 fights over. That that that's, well, that's what, what happened. Like. Mike Tyson. Yeah. That's what happened to the Cajuns. A double play ball turned into a seven run inning really quickly, and then they scored the winning run on Sunday without the benefit of of a hit, a walk, a pass ball. Uh, a bunt and then a sack fly. They just didn't get a base hit. They're they're really uh, good, Dave, actually, and they're, they're really good and they're advantageous too. So that's a sign of a really good team that knows how to take advantage of mistakes. So th- that's what makes them, you know, like dangerous to like a lethal baseball team. All right, let's wrap it up here with Mark Calvi, South Alabama Jaguars baseball coach, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, despite winning five Sunbelt series in a row, you're tied for sixth, and it is all jumbled. There's like, what is there, six teams yeah. that are tied uh, for sixth place? One, two, three, four, five are tied for sixth place. Only the top 10 teams uh, make it. Uh, Louisiana's doing their best to not make the tournament. Uh, that's a different That's a different podcast. That's a different episode. How do you guys, how do you guys focus on you know, if we take care of our job, you know, it'll all work out. And at the same time, uh, knowing who you are, you may be a little bit nervous looking at those standings. <laughs> I, I think we just go, I think we just keep moving forward. Like we have, we've, we've beaten some good teams um, the last five weeks and th- there's been no, uh, obviously no, there's been no panic. There's been no, uh, the, the guys, the guys know what we have to do. They, they see the standings. I mean, it, it's all over the place. You know, when, 20 years ago when there was no social media, you used to have to tell guys, hey, listen, we're in third place. You right. guys need to win six your next nine to get into the, re- you know, to, to, to make the RPI work and things like that. Now now it's everywhere. Um, so, I, I, you know, I just think we need uh, – we have gotten healthier and we've gotten better as the, season's, as the season has gone along. Um, and I'm not going to really change. You know, I, I'm going to stay the same. I have stayed the same. Um, you know, I, I'm going to stay the same. We're just going to keep trying to play good baseball. Um, you got to run your best guys out there and and have them prepared for what other teams do. But really, be prepared for what you need to do to win. You know, a, as a team, uh, for us, we've made a couple fields look small, but we're not really a home run hitting team. We've got some guys that can, but we need to get guys on. We need to take advantage of our bunts and hit and runs, and we need to try to try to create some confusion a little bit uh, when the other team's on defense and. Um, like we did the other day with Troy and, and this weekend a couple times. And um, and then there's times where we got to sit back and hit a double with men on like Coastal does. So um, I, I just, if we pitch and play good defense, we can score, you know, a, a couple different ways. Um, but I don't think we need to change anything. We just need to stay, you know, stay on the road that we're on right now. 
um, stay healthy and just continue to, to trend where we're trending right now as a club. And, and I know it's tough. I mean, you got Southern Miss and Coastal and, and then on the road at Arkansas State. And then in between, you got Tulane and Southeastern Louisiana. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a tough road to haul right now. But, um, you know, we, we, we've had a tough road. We've had a tough road the last, uh, shoot, you know, six, eight, ten weeks. Um, so our, our guys have been used to where we're at and, and the kind of baseball that we need to play. He's Mark Calvi, South Alabama Jaguars baseball head coach. Thanks so much for hopping on Lockdown Sunbelt. Coach, best of luck the rest of the season, and, and we hope to see you in Montgomery. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Great seeing you, my friend. Give my best, everybody in Mobile. I will, buddy. Thank you.